Oops, I'm late. I better get to the talent agency for another job ASAP. Hey, lady, you look pretty tough. Let's have a street brawl. I'm sorry, random thug. Uh, this isn't how my story works. Uh, uh, say what? In my story, we have dance fights to solve problems. D dance fights? Uh, I, I mean, why? Well, would you rather get punched in the face? Um, good point. Dance time! Meanwhile, in the Kamurocho district... Hey, Kiryu! Dance off! I don't dance. Ever. But I thought we... Kiryu! Hey, put down the bicycle! Kiryu! Ah! <laughs> This is RBG Backtrack, RB Gamer's official retro gaming podcast covering titles from the early days of PC gaming right up through the consoles of yesteryear. Join hosts Kelly Ryan, Matt Mason, and the estimable Mike Minky as they and their guests tell you what to borrow, what to buy, and what to relegate to that big backlog in the sky. Hello and welcome to RPG Backtrack, your regular deep dive into your favorite RPGs. We are a production of RPGamer.com, bringing you fine podcasts like RPG Cast for your news and Q&A Quest for your feedback. But we're your nostalgia podcast, and we have a full panel, though t two of the six of us are kind of ducking out. We're just kind of the wranglers. <laughs> uh, my p partner in crime, Matt Mason, other podcast wrangler. Oh, this is the Dragon Quest V episode? No, no. Yep. I, th I think we did Dragon Quest V a while back. This is the Yakuza Five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ducking out I will be. But I'm very yeah, interested I, to hear what everybody else has to say. Hey, hey, if if they were if I had Game Pass, I would probably be playing all of them because they're free, but because they cost money, I I'm wait. I'll probably start six because that has cat cafes. But um, fair, fair. Getting into our panel, we have Josh Carpenter. Hey, hey there. David McBurney. Uh former homeless man, now wandering billionaire. Ryan McCarthy. Hey. Up. And a special guest, new, well, I mean, she's been on Backtrack numerous times, but new to the reboot, our very own Sam Watcher. Aw, you were close, Kelly, that's okay. <laughs> Did I mess it up? It's Wachter. Wachter, my bad. No worries, I'm... no worries. It is the easiest mistake in the world. We're still uh, channeling yeah. Phil. And it's, it's all good. Like, that, exactly, you guys just made me feel right at home. Phil's with us in spirit, even though he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I feel like an idiot because they probably said your name on RPG Cast last week and I just didn't hear it. Or it... Again, I, I feel the backtrack spirit in the best possible way that you did that. So I love you. <laughs> Thank you. But but yeah, um, having a full panel to talk about Yakuza 5. I, I will probably be asking some questions, but for the most part, I'm just going to let these wild and crazy kids have at it, and I'll just keep track of the time. Oh, please ask questions. We like questions. <laughs> do we? I did come all the way over from Q&A Quest for this. I was going to say, we do have someone here whose like, job it is to answer questions. That, that is the point. Badly. So very bad. <laughs> so after a quick musical interlude we will come back and we will dive into Yakuza 5 
Welcome back to RPG Backtrack, having a discussion about ya- Yakuza 5, and I'm going to need to remember to pronounce it Yakuza, and dumb English pronunciation. But um, originally released for the PS3 on December 6, 12 in Japan, and then December 8th in 2015 worldwide, uh, with a remaster of the game coming out, let's see, June 2019 in Japan, and then worldwide on February 11th, 2020. Um, yeah, this, uh, according to Wikipedia, this was supposed to be kind of a reboot of the series, and that's all I know. I haven't played the series, so you guys can go crazy. And I'll, I'll make the obvious statement. Yes, exactly. Reboot, it is not. Oh, okay. It is, I think it is it not. Was a new uh, engine no. is what happened. It, okay. That's it. People... There was a new engine, and there was a, like, there's, there is new things. Reboot? Yeah. It is very much built directly as, like, a successor to Yakuza 4. Extremely yeah. new player unfriendly. <laughs> so unfriendly. So unfriendly to newcomers. Um, so just to kind of, like, give a bit of an overview. So Yakuza 4, you had four protagonists. In Yakuza 5, you have, oh, five. And only four of those plots are good. <laughs> Four and of you have five oh. cities that you're. Would you have five cities? Yeah, they were doing like, oh, it's well, five yeah. protagonists, five cities. Which <laughs> we're going you know crazy. Is a cool concept when you think about it. It's just so on paper it looks great, but when you play the game, you realize you're only getting small chunks of those cities, and it's not always the They're most interesting small. parts either. Um, so each character starts in a different location. So for example, uh, Kiryu, our protagonist, well, our reigning protagonist of the series, I'll say it that way, starts in Fukuoka and he is a taxi driver uh, at the beginning of the game uh, because he's trying to pay for Haruka's uh, idol lessons. <laughs> and keep a low profile. And keep a very low profile, which, you know, every single game he says that, he's bad at. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's scare you. You know, he's got to be bad at it so he can get pulled back into the Yakuza. Every time I get out, out, they come pulling me back in. Of course. God, you just had to make that reference. Someone had to. Look. Two people were letting it sit on the table. Look, Dojima is a dipshit who's always having a fucking crisis. And it's Kiryu's <laughs> job to fix that dipshit's problems in hopes that he will be less of a dipshit. Spoiler! <laughs> Dojima's still not less of a dipshit. It really should have been obvious from the second that you had to, like, beat him up in two to get yep. him to be the boss, but oh well, we're still at be this. Be the boss, damn it! I don't wanna! Be the boss! Uh, we're not diving directly into the plot, because okay. the plot's sprawling and complicated. And, and that's... That's one of the largest issues with this game. So I reviewed it back when it released. And that was actually one of my biggest complaints about this game is you have five storylines and they kind of all take their dear sweet time to be interesting in a lot of ways. Um, Each each gets to a boiling point where it's like, okay, we're going to see how this all connects together. And then when you get to the end of the game, like it converges in a really good way and you start to understand why all these plot lines exist. But when you're kind of starting out each character's storyline, you're just kind of like, okay. Um, like, and it, yeah, go ahead, sorry. And it has that, it had, I mean, it had that same issue in 4, but like you're also, every time you swap chapters and you change characters, you're starting from scratch again. Like you've built yeah. up to all this drama, and then, okay, now we're starting slow again with a different character. Yeah, and given it's building off of 4's plotline, uh, the second character that you play as, uh, Taiga, um, he's back in jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, Taiga has this problem where Taiga has to take the fall for things. Or sometimes he just puts himself in jail because he knows that's a safer place for him. 
And then he Don't leaves worry, jail. He can go hunting now. Exactly. <laughs> now he can go hunting and carve lots of cute little wooden animals for everybody, um, which was my favorite part of his plot line. Was just you do his sub stories. He like carves a little animal for you. <laughs> it's like you would be that weirdo that carves little wooden animals, wouldn't you? <laughs> Oh, Taiga. So, Sapporo, he, yes. yeah, he's up in Hokkaido and Sapporo. And Sapporo probably was the coolest of the, the new cities that they added. Because that is just a totally different winter wonderland vibe that you don't otherwise get in the Yakuza game. Well, I mean, it's like you're going the furthest north to the furthest south. Because with Kiryu being in Fukuoka, that's like as far south as you can go. That's not basically why Okinawa. There's at least three yeah. contrasts. No, and I think having them all start in different points actually is what does make this game interesting. So the third character is Haruka, and she is paired with Akiyama, who's one of the heroes from 4. Akiyama basically is a glorified babysitter for Haruka in this game. Um, He's there to beat people up because she can't. Pretty much. I kind of felt for him, though, as a person who's not a big Haruka fan. Um, (laughs) Haruka has actually grown on me over the years, and this is a game where, honestly... um, I started to like her obviously a lot more just because she's she's grown up. But Akiyama's plotline really just boils down to glorified babysitter. God. And I thought he kind of deserved better than he got, given he's one of the more interesting characters in 4. He is a loan shark who makes people pay their debts back in the most hilarious ways. There was less of the, the debt loan shark stuff that I liked. And more of the, I gotta protect Haruka, because if I don't, Kiryu's gonna punch me in the face again. If I don't protect Haruka, this could be really bad. And then Haruka's like, look at me be an idol! Look at this guy! He's telling me I suck at dancing! I gotta get better at dancing! And then she does, and you have these cool dance-offs that are just like, Bitch, I'm gonna take you down with my sweet moves! And then you play a rhythm game, and it's great. And that is probably what... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I do love rhythm games. (laughs) It's probably what the game is best known for is the dance battles in Haruka's section, because instead of like all the other Yakuza games are known, like when you're wandering around the city, occasionally thugs will come up to you and kind of want to beat you up and then you beat the crap out of them. The random encounters basically of Yakuza. But when you're in Haruka's section, there are just people on the street who just want to have a dance battle with you. And so they'll come up and be like, yay, let's dance. Let's go. (laughs) <laughs> you have to have like a random dance off battle with them. It's just like the most fantastic, uh, random, crazy thing that they put in a Yakuza game. I'm it's a little extremely tra- charming. It's so charming, but I wish Haruka had learned to trash talk. <laughs> I do remember. Like, this is okay. dance battles. You need to trash talk. I want to see some like, so you think you can dance bullshit. And she couldn't even give me that. She's really cute, though. What? And I really like outfits. And the battles were really fun. But just some trash talk, girl. You yep. gotta have some. Yep, Sam, that wouldn't be feminine. Don't you know that? Oh, no. Uh, as one of the least feminine people here, fuck you, game. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like... I'm sorry, but I love Japan. Don't give me feminine bullshit because idols have to be a certain way. Harga's dad is a badass. Why can't she be a badass? This is one of my gripes with this fucking series. Yeah. Why is it like, why can't I have a game where the tables are turned and Kiryu is the one who is kidnapped and Haruka is like, fuck all y'all, you hurt my dad. My dad is like, badass Yakuza, I'll fuck you up. Why can't I have that? Why is that not acceptable? Especially now that we have in Seven, you know, oh. What's her name? Psycho, Eddie. Psycho. You know, you have Psycho who's like not afraid of fucking anything. Give me that. (laughs) 
now now I'm thinking of a Yakuza sequel in the future. You know, Kiryu's been killed and Haruka's on like this dark, you know, like uh, revenge quest to murder all the people that got him. Like, oh yeah, great, Sam. No, I'm telling you, you could sell this. It would be amazing. <laughs> and we would all play it and be like, yep, nope, this is great. I'm into it. Haruka, you've been redeemed. Fantastic. I do remember people really liked getting a hold of this game and hacking Haruka's section to have her just, like, put her model over, like, other characters so that she would just start doing heat actions. <laughs> if you've never seen any GIFs of that, worth looking up. Very funny. <laughs> so, but, yeah, uh, we've still got two more characters. Tell me about the baseball character, because I oh, saw him when I was sucked. looking at stuff. He, he, won't, he won't use I baseball bats. He will not tarnish baseball. She not a fucking character in this game and has no fucking redeeming qualities. He is the Tani Mura of this fucking game. And they he threw out Tani Mura and then brought this guy in. But that's the worst part is, okay, unpopular opinion. I don't know how people feel this. Tani Mura's plotline was fucking useless in 4. It didn't no, need to be there. It's... It's absolutely oh, yeah, useless. Part of and you could take that out and the game would still be the same. Shinada's plotline is the exact same problem. You could take his plotline out and it wouldn't change anything in the game. He's a journalist. He's doing journalist things. He's a washed up baseball player who's like, I'm going to be a journalist and hope that I can like redeem my career in some way. And he's just boring. He's boring to play as. He's boring to kind of just go through the game. And it's and he's also just a boring part of Japan. There I said it. Don't I don't care for Nagoya. But but just no. This character does not need to exist. Like I would prefer they had not bothered with this plotline. But I get it. They are ambitious for their britches. Got to have five characters. But this is why I'm mad because Akiyama got the short end of the stick. They included him, and he got kind of a lame plotline. But he's a far more interesting character. And I, I just, I didn't understand and I, I maintain this was in my review as well, just the fact that it was like, why did you include this character who actually brings nothing to the table? Yeah. I did not know this. Because <laughs> it's a mind-bogglingly long game. Like, Yakuza games are usually long. This is one of the longest ones. Mm-hmm. It is the longest of all of them. Like a Dragon might be longer, I feel like, but I suppose no, I didn't no. completely no, finish. No, this Ooh. one's longer. No, this one's longer than Like this a Dragon. One's, this one's way longer. It um, doesn't help that I did everything in Like a Dragon, so that may have made it seem like it could go longer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, when you look at this game on a whole... It's definitely the longest one, and there's a lot more filler in this game, which is also part of the problem. Uh, a lot of those, like I said, a lot of those storylines are trying to establish where people are, which is great, but they do it far too slowly, and it's not succinct in any way, which is just boggling at times. Because it's just like, why do I care? Move me up to speed a little more. Uh, like, especially like, and, and Shinada's plotline actually is the core problem with this. Because you get to him, and you're probably about 30 hours at that point. Oh, 30, 35 Maybe a little bit more than that, because he's he's the last one before you do all the finale stuff. And when I got to that plot line, I was so bored because nothing interesting's really happening. Um, I don't know. Like, this is why I say this one's my second least favorite game. And it's just because there's a lot of missed opportunities with this game in terms of its story. Like, if you think about like a strong Yakuza story, this is not one of them. This is probably the most forgettable one of the bunch. I barely friggin' remember what the big bad even was in this one. 
It's just, I remember the boss is... fight was dumb. That that I remember. But like this one's just another let's lure Kiryu back in. But also look, we're gonna kidnap Haruka again because she's a powerful idol oh, now. You know, for reasons. For reasons. Nefarious reasons. Because <laughs> well, otherwise also, Kiryu won't Yakuza do anything. Can, well, can you it. have the Yakuza game without kidnapping uh Haruka at some point? I think yeah. you can is the problem. And I think they've just always thought, well, that always has to be there. So yeah, yeah. It's a trope. I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that Like a Dragon does not have an analogous character that they can do that with. No, <laughs> like, like a Dragon is wonderful and different for all the right reasons. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's away. reflecting on it. It's still like easily in my top tier for Yakuza, and this is not. This is bottom tier. This is this is bottom yeah. tier Yakuza. This... It's like the combat. I will say the combat system in this game is great, and all all oh, of the yeah. characters feel very different, which is I think very important. Obviously, like the last thing you want is like I have five characters, and they all are kind of samey. Like Shinada is the only one that is kind of like he's a very middle character. Like he's got good power. Um, he's not the fastest, but like he's very middle of the road. Um, so I do appreciate like his playstyle was just different enough from Kiryu because he wasn't like quite heavy the way Taiga was. He wasn't fast the way Akiyama was. He obviously can't fucking dance, so <laughs> let's just exclude that part. Um, but yeah, like combat in this game is definitely one of the more refined because you can definitely see when you're playing from one to five just how much the the combat has truly evolved in a lot of ways. And then when you get to Zero and the Kiwami remakes, like you see an even more evolved state of these combat systems that are now kind of like the main staples in a lot of ways, excluding what like a dragon did which is still fabulous, but very different. Um, five, five is the most refined of the battle systems for the original. Oh, actually, no, I'm going to take that back because I'm excluding six, but six follows more of what like zero does. So I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to actually exclude six in, in my statement. If we're looking at the way in which Yakuza was structured on the PS3, five does have the best combat system. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like, it's great. The locations are really cool. And that's what made another one of the more unique factors for it. But like, if we're looking at story, like if we're talking tiering the stories in this series, like this is at the bottom. Like for me, it is full out the bottom because it's a very, again, it's just a forgettable story in so many ways. I mean, I think the coolest moment in the game is haruka's concert like because you see her grow like into her idol status and it's really cute to watch her have her concert and then her concert get you know taken over by the nefarious villain that nobody gives two fucks about <laughs> oh did, did was i cruel and i couldn't give that person a name because i just don't fucking remember it <laughs> don't worry no one else remembers it god yeah i had forgotten about it until i was like reading some summaries prepping for this prepping for the podcast that so much of that stuff had just kind of faded from my memory there are good memories, though, like all the the side content in this game. This was one of the peaks of just the insane, like like we said, for better and worse, the amount of side content they put into it. So like, you know, right when you started out at the beginning with Kiryu being a taxi cab driver, that wasn't just like, oh, he's a taxi cab driver. Like, no, literally, you have to go and be a taxi cab driver. But then on the side, you have taxi street racing on the, on the side against gangs of what, what, what all did you have to fight? Were there other... I can't remember how like if it was all racing gangs. Yeah. <laughs> and you can listen to Outrun music while you do it, which is always good. Yeah, no. I, I gotta say, Kiryu actually had some of the best side content in this game, just because it's like, be a taxi driver. Talk to your clients. And there's Kiryu being like, I don't want to talk to my clients. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I, I ever do that? 
Don't make me do that. Oh yeah, you he would, would be have to a carry... good Uber driver in that regard. <laughs> You'd have to carry on the conversation while also not running over pedestrians. <laughs> I may have hit a lot of pedestrians because maneuvering that car, that car like moves like a shopping cart with like the wonky wheel. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do adore how like this is like like that main taxi mini game is like just all about driving extremely slowly and carefully, <laughs> following all the rules. You know, stopping at all the lights. No, 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 no. You know, like your taxi cab. You know, like you don't you don't want to be violating any rules. This is Japan. It is the logistical inverse of Crazy Taxi. <laughs> I was about to ask if this was the crazy ta- anti Crazy Taxi. It's sane taxi. It's here. <laughs> And then Saejima uh, had all the hunting in his, where you're off in the mountains outside of uh, Sapporo. Finally, Saejima fights his greatest foe, a bear. <laughs> I, I still think that's one of the best moments. No, that owns. It's just also I just love that. Just like, it, ah, finally. It is, it is so true to his character. And it's like, you could just imagine the conversation like he has with Majima later. It's like, so, I fought a bear. Why? Well, because, you know, like, I thought I could do it. It's a bear. <laughs> you know, I, 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 the bear tried to fuck me up, so I fucked it back. No, that, that's one of the most brilliant moments in this game. It, it reminds me of, like, punching the tigers in two. <laughs> oh, man. God. The, one of the Probably meanest the boss fights of Yakuza 2. Fight two tigers. And I remember playing, I don't want to get enough, get sidetracked, but since I didn't get to be here for the Yakuza 2 episode, I just want to say, I remember playing 1 and not being huge on it, then playing 2 and realizing I love the franchise when I punched a tiger in the face. <laughs> that seems to be the consensus for most people. Like, I, I was with you. Like, I love the story of 1, but my god, the gameplay in 1 was was rough. There, there's no reason to ever play that PS2 version again. <laughs> I still have it. Oh, so do I. Don't worry. So do I. <laughs> but no one should play it. Uh, and that that does, like, remind me of, like, that I, I felt bad not liking Yakuza 5 that much because it was such a struggle to actually get it into released officially in English. I was about to say, I've heard that this very nearly didn't come out because it, can't, it was um, so close to the PS4. It was so close to the PS4 and it actually... If I remember correctly, the sales were not the greatest for this one either. Like, this one had middling sales compared to 4. And 4 didn't exactly set the world on fire. In the no, that, that's, that's kind no. of the part. No? Am I wrong? I could be wrong. I'm really good at being wrong. Um, oh, I just realized I was muted. I was going to cut in. Uh, it, it, the thing that was really frustrating about it was just that, like, after Yakuza 4, they, they released... Dead Souls, and that sold horribly. Oh, yeah, uh, okay, that's right. And that they didn't, after, they, yeah. they just didn't, like, for a while, the Yakuza section of Sega's English website was just gone. Like, they <laughs> gave up on it. Uh, and Yakuza 5 ended up coming right around the time that the PS4 was happening, because Sony, essentially, in their attempts to rebuild Goodwill after the PS3, one of the things they did was that they, uh, like, sent out, essentially, surveys of, like, what are PS3 games that you would, that didn't come out in English that you would want to see localized. And Yakuza 5 was like, its localization was partly a result of that. Ah, I forgot and about so, that. And so, like, that was... And, and it was necessary for that to happen before Sega was going to take a chance on Yakuza again itself, seemingly. So, like... For good nil, at the very least, like, one, internally, Sega clearly learned from the excesses of Yakuza 5. Yeah. Like, Zero is a very trimmed-down 
game that is much more focused in what it's doing and uh, splits time between its two protagonists in a much more logical fashion. But the other thing is just that they, without that push to show that there was a ground swell around Yakuza, I don't think we'd have gotten zero or six or all the rest no. of these that no, so. and that's it like we do owe a lot to this game as fans of the series absolutely it's just it is a shame that it's it like you you put it best david it's not a great yakuza yeah by yeah. the other like by the other side of the coin it's great that they took a chance with this game and it gave us you know zero and six um, but when you break this game down, it is one of the weakest links in the series because it is so convoluted and because it is it, it is a mess. Like I, it's just I, trying I, to be too much. Yeah, exactly. Like it's trying to do too much, trying to be too much. And it's not a stat. And again, because it's barely established some of the characters like, again, we, we know Taiga, we know Akiyama. But again, we we don't have enough time with them necessarily in a way that we feel like we know them as fully fleshed out characters in this game. Like, again, Akiyama, poor guy, just he is my heartthrob. And like I said, they just shit the bed on him. They did. I, I get so mad when I think about his storyline in this game because he deserved better. And they, Taiga, they personally offended you, didn't they, Sam? Oh, oh hell yes. <laughs> Whereas, like, Taiga's I was actually happy about. Like, I think Taiga's did a great job of actually, like, kind of giving us more of what we wanted from that character. Um, so it was just weird to have that kind of a scenario happen. And then, again, they give us this fifth character who, again, you could take out completely and you'd be none the wiser. You really get the sense that they sort of uh, learned a lot about <laughs> what they were doing with multiple protagonists from this game. And especially they, that they were also very growing more concerned with the fact that the continuity was becoming a problem. Because, like, this game, you were mentioning, like, we don't get a lot of time with a lot of these characters. If you don't know these characters already, this game is nonsense. Yeah. Just, and that's why it's a bad story. <laughs> like, just, it relies so much on you already knowing tons about it. Yeah. And, like, even Yakuza 6, which is meant to be, like, the closing chapter on Kiryu, will at least throw you some sort of life preserver of like, well, this is what's happening, and we're throwing out a lot of the background yeah. cast so that you're just worried about these new Onomichi characters. In this, it's just like, hey, uh, everyone's got, like, both a new cast and an old cast to worry about. <laughs> yeah. The, like, oh, yeah, no, no. This this one is messy. And it, it is one of those ones where it's just... Like, I want to replay it at some point, because I'd like to do a full replay of the series with the PS4 remasters, and the other side of me is kind of dreading going back to this one yeah like i, I want to do three and four again especially because three has that new localization and yeah. a lot of people have said it's a much better experience this one i'm just like what what could you have fixed other than you smoothed over like old man wrinkles on a couple of the characters right <laughs> Hey, I don't know. did get a PS3 box with the physical version. That was, yeah, that was with the limited edition just to, like, ameliorate people who were uh, still salty about the fact that it was a digital-only release in the U.S. Well, Which, by, by 2012, sorry, by 2012, no people should have been over that. But then again, people still aren't over that. <laughs> You're asking just gamers case of it. to be over a digital release, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will die on this hill. No, I get it. I'm a physical forever person too, but I will take any release better than no release at all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that. Is, is there anything else about this game that stands out in any way? Like, uh, 
Can I, we I talk? Do cycle back on uh, just a little bit because you you referred to this as a 2012 release in but and that is true in Japan. In the U.S., it is a much later release than 2012. It's like 2015. Yeah. yeah. So just just to put this in its proper context of why someone would very specifically not want to be making a physical PS3 game at that stage. Well, it's like a year and a half after the PS4 came out. So it's, yeah, it's, like it's, it. it more like two years. It's a yeah. late 2015, I think. It's uh, It was only by the grace of uh, Sony wanting to get into people's good graces that this was ever going to happen. Well, they got into my good graces. Yeah, pretty much. And I still need to play that remastered collection. I picked it up when it was new, and it's like three Yakuza games is a lot to play, and there were still ones that were new that I wanted to finish. And now that I've done that, I guess it's time. <laughs> um. By this point, had Sony relinquished that stupid policy that they had where localized games could all, couldn't be subtitled only? Oh, they did that in the PS3 era. That was a PS2 holdover. That's why Yakuza 2 took like two or three years to come to the U.S. Because Sega okay. was trying to get it subtitled only, and Sony was like, no. Um, I mean, let's all remember the Yakuza 1 dub. Oh. That dub is it's so <laughs> under-budgeted, and so, that script is so... It's- Trying to be Grand Theft Auto, it's terrible. Oh, it's and they got a fucking they got a cast too. I don't know what the fuck. It's a really impressive cast. You're right. Yeah, and then but the, but the voice direction is just what the fuck. It, it really feels like makes me happy. The, Yakuza One's dub is incredible to me because I feel like you can tell that it's running out of money the further you get into the game. <laughs> yes. Because like you start hearing things that it's like that is maybe a second take. Like, it seems like this person had essentially not been able to see any context for this script. They just needed to have a take of the line and just did it. Oh, yeah, no, everyone sounds, like, exceptionally bored in that dub. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, like, I, how do you, like, okay. I'm sorry, like, how do you not have the macho-ness of, like, Kiryu Majima? Like, how do you, how do you fuck that up? To how be, do you fuck that up? To be fair, up? I, had to, I had to feel like, yeah, I had to feel like, yeah, sorry, uh, hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say like I'd imagine it'd be hard to like get that same level of energy for Majima that his Japanese voice actor does. So I'm gonna be a controversial bitch, but I really, really hate the English voice for Majima in Seven. I absolutely. You're not the only one. I've heard so many in Japanese because I'm just like, so used to playing like, them in Japanese. Well, so Josh and I have had that conversation before that just the idea of playing Yakuza games in English, like with English voice acting, is just hard. But I, I, when I was doing the review for Yakuza 7, I put the dub on just for a little bit so I could listen to it. And I was like, I can't. Like, I noped out so hard. And when I heard Majima's voice, I cringed. Partially because I don't like that voice actor as a human being or as a voice actor. Oh, Matt Mercer? Oh, God. Do not like him. Do not like him. I've, I've liked him in other things, but God, I don't think he's a good choice for that role. He was, he was a terrible choice for Majima. Like, Majima needs energy and excitement. And Matt Mercer fucked the dog so hard. <laughs> Kelly, counterpoint. This Critical Role fan is dying. It's okay to lie. Again, Critical Role is fantastic. It's just as a voice actor, he's not good. <laughs> he is not a good voice actor because he has exactly three ranges. Which I guess uh, is more than a couple other people out there. That's, that's a lot of anime voice actors, which though. Is... That's, not, that's not like exclusively his problem. No, but... No, it 
it is. He likes the yeah. same voice a lot of the time. If it's not McCree, it's whatever he did in Persona 5 that he uses all the goddamn time. I mean, do you think that you're just playing devil's, devil's advocate here because I, I'm known as a Matt Mercer stan. You're allowed but, to be Matt Mercer stan. I'm, I'm but, a shit. That's the difference. But do, do you think it's the voice director's fault that they don't let him do more more range? Yes and no. I think... Well, it's, it's actually, weird. You go. Go no, you rant. go. You go. <laughs> oh, God. No one wants to hear this rant. I think if we're going to just stick to Yakuza in the form of the conversation, um, I think Yakuza was part voice direction. I think the other half of it was Mercer didn't fucking understand the character. Like, point Fair. blank did not understand that the character is a lunatic. Majima is a lunatic. When you play a Yakuza game, you want to deal with Mr. Looney Tunes. You want him to be intense. You want him to be crazy. You want him to scream at the top of his lungs, Kiryu-chan! Kiryu-chan! Like, and again, I get that you can't translate that very well into English, but again, just not having the level of insanity for the character, like, you listen to it, and it's just, it's awkward. He's very awkward as Majima, and it's just, I mean, and the other person who has played Majima is Mark Hamill. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that now. Hamill was a better Majima. I, I got you. She just used the Joker It's a voice. shame that I couldn't get him back. <laughs> well, that, and that that's it, right? You're comparing the Japanese actor, Mark Hamill, and Matt Mercer, and Matt Mercer's not winning that battle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I mean well, just in general, like I, I find like, and thank God for this. It was good that they didn't actually put most of these games with English voice acting, and I think five, five would have been a terrible choice, just because there is a lot of like very Japan things about it. And I think those are often really hard to translate when you're doing a dub. Like it's it's very hard yeah. to um, make those things sound authentic and real. And I mean, you, you kind of get me personally, like when I played Judgment and when I played Seven, when I listened to the dubs, I cringed a little bit because it's just it's so natural out of the Japanese actors, right? Like everything feels natural. You feel like you're a part of the world. And as soon as you hear that English, it's like you're taken completely out of it. Well, well I mean, in Yakuza, I mean, the, the climax so often in a Yakuza game is two men rip off their shirts and go fight one another and scream at one another at the top of their lungs. It is and, the greatest soap opera. And it just does, yeah, exactly. It's crazy Japanese soap opera. And it just doesn't, it sounds weird in English. It, there, there's just no equivalent context. Looney Tunes is the best context. You know, Joker is the best context. When yeah, we it has to be and, taken with its own sense of self-seriousness. Oh, totally. And, and we don't even want to get down the rabbit hole of you know whitewashing Japanese characters. <laughs> the, I, I will say for Yakuza Seven that they very specifically tried to at least hire Asian American voice actors. So. Yeah, good. Yeah, they, like that was that's something. If you if you look at uh, Scott Strickart, the localization producer on the recent Yakuza games, he's very like open about things that were going on during the production of the, especially the Yakuza Seven localization. If you go down like his Twitter timeline, he'll he's talked a lot about different challenges, and one of the things he did emphasize was like, oh no, we want to make sure that the voice acting is at least you know a- Asian voice actors for Asian characters, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I will point out with Scott, because Scott's been on this series for many, many years. Um, I've known I've known Scott a long time, and I'll, I'll give you like a bit of a weird joke. But when 
when I became a Yakuza fan and we started covering it at RP Gamer, um, I was known as the loony woman who liked Yakuza because I was one of, I was the only female reviewer for the Yakuza series for a couple of years. And Scott would yeah. always be like, all right, Michael, here's Sam's game. Tell her not to have a heart attack. And Mac would be like, yeah, okay. Like, I, I it's, that's not going to happen, Scott. And we would just exchange messages, you know, while I was playing it. And it was always that weird, like, oh my God, this, what about this part of the plot? Did you like this part too? It was never <laughs> professional. That was the worst part. None of the conversations that Scott and I had about those series were ever professional. It was just a lot of lunatic nonsense. So it made me really happy that over the years, more people got to experience this series. And just to throw it out, that more women were playing the series. Like, nothing warmed my heart more than when Yakuza 0 came out. And a lot of my lady friends were like, oh my god, I just played Yakuza 0. This is amazing. And me going, I've been telling you for years to play this series. Uh, I think I've been trying to get get anyone I could listen uh, could get to listen to play the series since basically about 2008 when Yakuza 2 came out so that's what it means to be a fan of this series like no there's no such thing as a casual Yakuza fan there is no such thing as a casual Yakuza fan and we as Yakuza fans know the long hardship it's been for this series so to see it have the level of success that it does now even mediocre games like five it warms your heart because you recognize that this series is now in the hands of so many people and so many people are discovering it for the first time it's it's really a wonderful sight to be seen like it's something that just it makes me really happy like Anna Marie's playing like a dragon right now and like it makes me happy that she's having fun with it because it's a series that even she was like i don't know if i'd like this and i said try it like that's all i can tell you is try it not what you're expecting no matter what that is and that's always (laughs) the hard part to explain to people is you know it's like oh it's burly men it's like no it's burly men screaming their feelings and ripping their shirts off yeah right no i mean Josh explaining it like Looney Tunes, that just sounds like right up my alley because I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Looney Tunes fan and I love absurd humor like that. Yeah, and, uh, okay. Well, well, the thing I, I'd wrap it back around on this is that, you know, as we're talking about this, the part of what has always sold me on this series, originally sold me on the series and continues to sell me on it, even, even on Yakuza 5, which is not my favorite in the series, it's just the <laughs> voice acting, the quality of the acting sells even the not great stories. The voice acting in this series has always just been fantastic and stellar. The interactions between the characters has always just been gripping. You you know, like you feel the emotion in it. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it a, a real... Koichi Yamadera. Yeah. Koichi yeah. Yamadera <laughs> fucking sells you on his goddamn bullshit loan shark skates. <laughs> and again, you hear Akiyama's voice and you often have to realize it's like, that's Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and they couldn't be two more very different characters and very different voices. And I just like, you're absolutely right, Josh. Like, they fucking sell you on the power and the emotion and the ridiculousness of what is happening. But you go with it. (laughs) Yakuza is like a house of cards held together entirely by the belief and sincerity of the people performing and making it. (laughs) Kiryu is the most sincere protagonist you'll ever deal with in a game. Like, at no point does it, like, no matter how absurd it gets, it is always like, well, yes, but I'm saying something here. (laughs) Yakuza is genuine. That is the best way to put it. You know, you you play these games and you are getting a genuine, heartfelt experience about ugly men who you just, you're just looking at and going like, oh, I mean, who's actually pretty? Like, 
I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I'm an Akiyama. Like I'd, I'd argue some of these guys are pretty. Okay, sorry. Uh, I don't know. I, as, mm, I have to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> please, please give us your Yakuza husband <laughs> tier list. <laughs> Akiyama, Akiyama. Oh, Akiyama? <laughs> I, get, I, I love Majima. Like, Majima is probably my favorite character. I would not fuck him yes. with a 10-foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's called cowardice is what that is. Oh, no, no, no. It's not cowardice. It is not cowardice. It is. I would be bored. <laughs> bore me in the sack is the problem. Because it's just like, oh, you're crazy? Great. Can you come now, please? Just <laughs> we, have, we have now reached the unique place where this gets put in the explicit tag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Take that part out. Are but I'm sure? just... Are you sure? No, she earns her explicit tag. That made me laugh. <laughs> I just, I, again, I love Mad- Majima. I would not have sex with him. Taiga, I might. I have to think about that a little. Shinata, no. I would not have sex with I'm not sure. I probably wouldn't have sex with any of these guys, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd, I'd have sex with anyone. I don't know. I love you, Ryan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I, I don't, I, this, this is, see, now you've just turned the conversation into this weird, like, I want to make a tier list. Just like, <laughs> I submitted the challenge. <laughs> of all the, all of my Yakuza husbandos. Here, let's make it less weird. T- talk about some of the mini games in this. Oh, there's a lot of them. So many. I want to hear all the weird ones. Oh, yeah. Weird ones. We've, we've kind of gone over a lot of the weirdest ones. Oh, well, we didn't mention the, what is it? The Taiko no Tatsujin? The. Yeah, there's just uh, it's oh, basically yeah. a demo that. of what time a recent Taiko no Tatsujin game. <laughs> that was in there. It, it's Taiko got its no fun. <laughs> yeah, of course they got a Virtua game in because they almost always have a Virtua game. I think it's BF two in this one, which is like the classic yeah. one. But see, see, this this game does not have the best mini game of all Yakuza games, which is Hostess Club Table Five, where you have oh. to do the chores. I had to deal with two men in my house screaming, "Table Five is out of like booze. You need to go put." Who's on there? Oh, you're not doing it fast enough. You fucking suck at this, Sam. Table five. Five does not have this. We got like three games of hostess club management. Good in this. Say what? I don't remember. Like this one doesn't have a hostess game, right? Yeah. No. No. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I'm just saying, like after zero, they just slotted it into several games. It's in Kiwami two, and it's in Fist of the North Star for some reason. So why not? (laughs) Oh wait, really? Yeah, it's in there. We've got the mechanic. Let's use it. Um, There was also Haruka's stuff where she had to like, actually that was kind of the weird and slightly like um, commentary part of being the idol where you would actually have to go and do like the idol meet and greets. Oh yeah. It was set up as a game and you'd have like the creepy people who wanted to shake your hand for too long and you'd have to try and get rid of them. Just reasonable commentary on idol culture if also a little unsettling. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I like the way that they localized it. This man's hand is too sweaty and you need to do what? Make it quick. Make it quick. He may have, in fact, touched himself before God, <laughs> like, I remember that in the localization and just being like, whoa. And also, I'm not touching you. <laughs> I, told, I mean, that's the correct choice. I totally failed that mission because I'm going to touch the creepy guy. I was like, this is a no-go. And then the game's like, he's like, oh, you're a bitch and I don't like you. And I'm like, good, I don't like you either. Idol fandom, in a nutshell. Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's getting into the more depressing mini game. Uh, but hey, there's still street racing, so that's fun. Oh, that was and so again, much fun! I love that part. I love the taxi driver. Get some, get some outrun music playing in the background. 
I forget which Outrun track is in there. I love all Outrun music, but I need to remember which one it's in. And there was all the other normal stuff, the lots of fishing and UFO catchers and all that fun stuff. So something batting tells me the ba- karaoke tells me the batting cages really sucked. I know the batting cages. Are the batting cages ever good though? I don't know. I mean, some of them are fine. Like it depends upon the game, but I mean, mostly it's just like these are batting cages. They're not that interesting because there's not that much you can do with them in a video game. <laughs> oh, this one did have like the worst mini game ever. It was. Do you remember the stand-up comedy mini game? Oh, that uh, was uh, I've read. And I've read they fixed the fixed it in uh, the or they or I shouldn't say they fixed it. They made it much easier in the remake. But mm-hmm. they had this mini game in the in there. It's when you're in the Haruka section, and she was teaming up with a comedian. And there's like this style of comedy in Japan where there's like it's two people it's and one person says something crazy. Yeah, yeah, and one person says something crazy, and the other one's kind of the straight man. And you have to get the timing. They hit you over the head with a fan. Right. Uh huh. Oh. My husband had to explain this to me when um, they did a bit like that in Nino Cooney. They show up <laughs> constantly. And um, he, he basically, when I wasn't getting it, he's like, it's like Abbott and Costello. Who's on first? Oh. Like straight up like straight man and wise guy routines. Yeah. <laughs> but but the I, timing in it was just like absolute. I, I could never get the timing down. It just like, it just broke me. <laughs> not a great funny game. No, it was just the timing was, was extremely it's precise. It's not buggy, it's precise. Yeah. yeah. It's doing what it means like, to do. It and the problem should... is it's, it's all in Japanese. It's so, it's... so you're, you're you know, like you're reading the subtitles. And by the time you've read the subtitles, you've missed the time when you're supposed to actually do it. So the only way to kind of get past it, at least in the original release, was just to like memorize exactly when the time when the timing was, you you know, hit it. So it was incredibly frustrating. Yeah, I can see why that would be frustrating. It sounds like the worst quick time event Basically. imaginable. I had forgotten about its existence and then you all reminded me and I'm secretly crying, you know, while my mic was muted. Uh... And apparently there was a chicken race game, but I do not remember the chicken race game. I do not remember the chicken race game either you've i've just deleted that from my memory i I remember nothing of this thing that you just mentioned you might have made it up i can't tell (laughs) it's it's in there i tried once i guess uh it's a thing (laughs) that is the best it's a thing I, I trust your endorsement of its existence. Oh, that's right. There was also, uh, man, Kiryu got all the cool stuff. There was also the ramen house where you had to make like uh, the ramen. Oh, yeah, the dunk. Okay. And like the, like fun. how long. You, that was like, fun, yeah. The game actually kind of front loads a lot of its best content. Yes. Because like, I do think that Kiryu has one of the strongest chapters. There's, there's some other things about Kiryu's chapter that I really appreciate. One of the things that I appreciate is uh, that you, when you go to an ATM, you can send money to the orphanage. And there's not, yeah. there's no, reward for sending money to the orphanage you send money to the orphanage because that's what Kiryu would do yeah i think you get an achievement for it like if you send there might be amount there's probably an achievement for it but the game does not give you an intrinsic reward no for doing no it. i sent them for so much money orphans but, but they're, they're they're your orphans they're you gotta send them money so yeah yeah like I, I thought that was a really good touch <laughs> Uh, just in general, I think it's uh, like Kiryu, the, like Fukuoka is a well-designed city that's like one of the more interesting ones to visit that has like an interesting contrast with the ones that you've visited in prior games. But like it, it kind of 
get like the further it goes along, the less focused it gets. So yeah, that's fair. It, like it, as we keep repeating over and over again, like th- this was a game where they really swung for the fences and probably went a little bit too much. Yeah, they, yeah. they kind of they had place, too many characters planted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, I mean, I mean, I give them pro- like as much. This is pro- not a bad game. No, 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 no. Not, that's a, like, exactly what I was about to go. It's like it's it, as much crap as I give it. Like I still had a good time playing it. It's yeah. just in yeah, the it's lower, like, it's in the like lower rung of be, my being a lower Yakuza rung fandom. Yakuza it's like, game does not mean that I don't want to play it again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you what? Just, it's like what? Three point five or something? Yeah, like yeah. That. Like that's a fair score for it. it. It sounds like the Dragon Quest six of the Yakuza series. There's, oh there's my something. Gosh, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Even bad Dragon Quest is still Dragon Quest. Except and not Dragon that Quest it's bad. Two. Get but... out of my house, Dragon Quest two. Eh, well, you know, I, I don't play that again. But you know. <laughs> Even the lowest tier of Dragon Quest is still an enjoyable time for me. So mm-hmm. I can hear what you guys are saying with the Yakuza. You guys are big fans of the series. So even though this may not be uh, your favorite, or for some of you, it's your second least favorite, but it's still, <laughs> keep it's leaving still a good time. Sometimes. Least favorite, so mysterious. I know, my gosh. I feel like I want to schedule another one just to get Sam to put it down on paper. What would... What is them all? What it's is Dead that Souls. <laughs> and and yeah. Josh, this I gave might it a be... two five, and I should have gave it a two. Truthfully, I'm I wish. That... And, and Josh, this might be my memory failing me. If this was pre-show or during show, but you said that this was the game that made you pretty much decide not to try to 100 percent every game you play anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. That, 100% that was... this would be miserable. Yeah, this this was the game yeah, that kind of I... like broke me, and I wrote that 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 editorial about uh, like not about breaking side quest addictions because this was one where i was trying to do like every single yeah, i wasn't trying to 100 the game because that's crazy but i was trying to do all the side quests yeah i always like, do no, all the no, side stories crazy. and that's probably the reason i didn't finish this game yeah then <laughs> i can't one of these days i'm fucking complete i'm playing a yakuza game I'm completing every single side quest god <laughs> they're they're like the side quests are usually worth doing like going yeah. further to that and like oh, no, getting yeah. all of yeah I but mean, like it's i, it's I a, it's, okay. it's sometimes some of the best writing in these games. Yeah, because it, it allows them to put characters into situations that they would not normally be in. And so you get some really wild stuff coming up. And like, Because, I mean, that's where you get iconic moments like the Mafia Babies. Mafia like, Babies. Like, you would not get... Like, you can't fit that into the core story, but, like, wandering past that in Yakuza 2 is, like, an, another one of those things that made me fall in love with the franchise. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> What is life? But yeah, like... Uh, is 100%ing is 100% a Yakuza as daunting as, say, 100%ing a Grand Theft Auto? Uh, If you want to 100, 100% it, yes. Because it, that would also involve hard. doing... Because like, we're talking uh, about doing Mahjong. Yeah, yeah there's Mahjong, like Mahjong Shogi, and Shogi Quest. Sometimes the Quiz. Uh, yeah. And then there's usually the special boss who is a bitch. Oh, Amon yeah. is... Oh, man, I... Doing, doing like, Shin Amon in Yakuza Like a Dragon was, like, my ultimate tribute to, I love this game so much, I'm even doing, like, the DLC Amon that was added months later in Japan because they said that, uh, because fans complained that he was too easy in the base version. So they, uh, like, the English version has it by default, but in uh, Japan, like, several months later, they patched in a harder Shin Amon, and I had to sit down and do that. And, like, when I was realizing that I was 100 Hundred percent committed to doing that. I was like, "Oh, I just love this game." <laughs> I think five has five amounts, by the way. 
Jeez. Well, you got to stay committed to that number five. Thing. Yeah. Like, the, there's, uh, and I think, like, they, they've they've eased back on doing this since. Uh, yeah, they have, not, they have definitely not tried to do anything quite this. Well, I, I, I don't even think that, way. but, like, Amon isn't even locked behind doing all the sub stories anymore all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that used to be tradition was Amon is the last sub story that only unlocks once you've done every other sub story. And, like, that's no longer consistent. There are a few games now where you can, like, he's just the hardest sub-story that opens up in the post-game. Is he a super boss? Yeah, he, Amon is the super boss of every single game. Okay. And, like, it's not always the same Amon, but it is always an Amon. <laughs> the pretty bale, if you will. Uh, Apparently, I'm the only Disgaea fan here. <laughs> oh, oh, I I couldn't tell what you were saying over Skype. I get who you're talking about. Now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ball from Disgaea would definitely be... Oh, I simple. pronounced it wrong, that's why. It's There's no pronunciation guide, we're just both making assumptions. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just one of those things, like, it, it is tradition that this is always the super boss, and <laughs> it reaches the point where you get into some games, and, like, Amon shows up, and then, but doesn't really have, like, an excuse to be there. He's just like, well, I, you know, I'm supposed to be here. I heard you were tough. I wanted to fight. And, like, you'll get protagonists that don't care. Uh, I love you so much. <laughs> you talked about the Outrun music. Any other memorable music? Uh, like... There's always like some five must have some variant of uh, it, it, receive it's you. It's weird. I always love the music in Yakuza games, but it's not exactly a soundtrack that necessarily like I'm I'm humming the tunes later because I mean it's usually like a fun upbeat rocking soundtrack while you're beating up dudes. It's it very fitting. Yes. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like appropriate for the games. Yeah. 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 It's perfectly appropriate to the situation, but it's not usually something you would seek out. I'll occasionally listen to like the different variants of. Uh, receive you, which I think a lot of times uh, get cut from some of the English versions, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do love all of the variant names of Receive You. The uh, Yakuza 5 variant of Receive You was officially Receive and Slash You. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good soundtrack, but it is designed, by design, it is unobtrusive. So. Well, you wouldn't want to get in the way of all the, the fantastic voice acting and people screaming at one another. I mean, seriously, like, I want to listen to, like, a bunch of, like, self-serious Japanese men, like, screaming, like, wailing at each other, and then, like, one of them somehow pulls off their shirt and jacket in one fluid motion. You know, as you do. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to go at each other and beat each other up, because it's, you know, yeah, that's, that's what... It's important. But they do. You know, they, they've said their feelings, and now they've now they got to, like, now they got to carry Sometimes they do that out. in the sewer for some reason. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I love these games so much. They're so good. <laughs> Uh, Before we move on to memories and pricing, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Sam, did we cover it all? I think we did a good job. I think so. (laughs) So, We got the Sam seal of approval. You guys are making it sound like I'm special and I'm not. You are special, though. You're all making me blush here. Like, what the hell? Here comes a special (laughs) Yakuza fan. (laughs) I'm having feelings. Which I didn't have yesterday. Oh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, but if I it, rip off my shirt, I've got massive tits, you guys. Like, come on. <laughs> I was gonna say, keep your shirt on. Not like keep shirt on. It's okay to just pull the jacket off. It's fine. It'll still be impressive. I do have a big <laughs> jacket. I I may have to take a picture of the tiger jacket that I own. Hey, as a 
as a big chested girl, I can appreciate that I can kill somebody with my chest. If Isn't I that amazing? It is amazing when you have big tits and you realize you can just punch people with them. It's like, bam, I hit you with my tits. Mm-hmm. But anyways. It, it, uh, it's, but yeah, it sounds like Game well, Pass. All the lucky Game Pass owners should probably try another one and then maybe check this one out when you're bored yeah well no i mean you know if you're playing if you're on, yeah, on I, game pass and you're playing your way through there's no reason not to play five i, well, I would yeah. just say like if you're playing five and it's kind of dragging a little bit you know cut back on the side stuff and just kind of like mainline story. Keep, keep on going it is a temper your expectations game yeah because yeah. if you go into it being like i got the same high from playing the other ones you will be miserable <laughs> will be miserable because that was me and i was a sad sad person after like yakuza 5 i liked it but i was also very sad because it was just like this is not feelings but also mad but also feelings but also more kiryu please because his nonsense was the best nonsense he really did have the best storyline i mean even when even when these game when when even when this is falling flat like they're definitely having feelings. Yeah. Still evokes more of an emotional reaction than a lot of games do when they're doing well, so. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, needless to say, I, I will be looking forward to when we talk about 6 in, I think, December when I have it scheduled. I, I've been trying to schedule these around oh, that's the that's just enough time for me to replay it. <laughs> around the original release, and who knows, I might even play 6 when, it, or when I get a chance, because that one's the one with the cat cafes, and you can get me to play a game if you have cats in it. <laughs> I wouldn't start with six. It's no, very no, much the don't closing start. chapter. Please don't story. start with six. Don't start okay. with six, please. Like if if you want to play Yakuza, Kiwami one like a dragon. Kiwami okay. one like a dragon. Two best zero would be fine points. too. Zero, zero is I, I forgot about zero, but yes, yeah, zero is also a good starting point. Yeah. Do not, for the love of God, play three, four, five, and six. As your I, first game, I played three. three was my, my first, first one. Game. Three was my first so one, I. and I was like, I kind of get what's going on. And then I was like, Well, I guess I should go find those PS2 games because <laughs> like there's three will, I'm missing. Three will work. I've definitely known people who started with three, yeah, aside from three, just people yeah. in this call. But it is one of those things where it's like you have a more logical starting options now. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know. But, in, but Sam, but Sam, do do the logical starting places have cat cafes? No. Ah, see, like, that's get, your problem. I, I get, I get the need for cat cafes, and the cat cafe is awesome. It's just the story in six is not gonna make sense. You really all. need to already be invested in the story yeah. in Kiryu's story to care about the story of six. It's got Fair beat enough. Takeshi. It's got beat though, and he's still pretty fucking. Beat awesome. Takeshi being. Yeah. Beat the uh, beat all over it, so. <laughs> I, I do have Kiwami thanks to PS Plus. Oh, that's a very that's a very good starting point. And that's the better version. That, that's By a country mile. As we've stated before, don't play the PS2 versions of uh, 1 and 2. Even I wouldn't want even you like, because I've heard they're expensive. I'm curious. 2 on PS2 because like, it irons out a lot of the gameplay issues. There's just not a lot of reason to. Pretty much. I honestly thought that the PS2 games were getting so expensive at this point that you kind of can't play them. Oh, you would have to you would have to be really committed to playing those versions for some reason. And there's no reason to. Yeah, I'd be I'd be curious to play the PS2 version of Yakuza 2. I don't know. I'm weird. That that version, that it it has some things I like. It is not aged well, though, at all. I regret that they cut out the host club. Well, they, they cut out the host club and. 
like the host club reappears obviously in Kiwami 2 and it's the best game ever because table five. Um, but the PS2 version of two is very rough. It is like it's it's the the battle system is still very stiff. It's a little more fluid, but it's you're much it's less just, likely to start attacking the air a lot. You have better auto tracking, but it's still not perfect. And <laughs> just in general, like that version, that version is just it's rough. It's stiff. There is no reason to go back to it, given Kiwami to polished all the crappy bits of it out. Like. I, when I reviewed all the games for the site, even going back to one and two, like I gave two a 3.5 based on that PS2 version. Um, Yakuza 2 is my favorite Yakuza, by the way. Same. And same, same. Yeah, it just I has, really like, I really like Yakuza 2, but is it better than zero though? That's the question. Like two yes. zero and like a dragon that are fighting yes. over my favorite, but. I love Yakuza 0 a lot. Don't get me wrong, but two two does everything right that that series like that this series is, and it embodies everything that the series has become even in a lot of ways. Whereas zero zero is wonderful because it is the pre the, the preloads to these two characters that you want to know why these things have happened. Whereas two's already kind of got you in the drama. It's it's a good crime drama. Like again, there's nothing more amazing than figuring out what's going on with the Korean mafia and its connection with the Omi. Um, everything about that game is succinct to a point. Yeah. Whereas there are points in Zero that they plot a little bit, I, I found for me personally. Um, I would say Zero is like my second favorite game, though. It is my second favorite. Yeah. Two is two one of those things. Two, two lives as, has a special place in my heart because it was exactly the sequel that Yakuza 1 needed to convince yes. people that there was like potential in that franchise. And again, you punch two tigers. Yes. In yeah. the face. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's something. And, and this, don't, this... don't forget the event. I won't spoil the venue, but the venue that you the lead up and venue of the tiger punching is one of the most ridiculous and beautiful things I've ever seen oh, in my Lordy. life. Got just the, the fucking castle just rising up. Yeah. Yeah. This, the thing about this series. And I mean, we're talking a little bit more like as an overview. When Yakuza is at its best, it is telling a gripping crime story that is full of family and drama and sloppiness. When it's bad, it's trying to do too much at once and doesn't often have a good reason for it and that's why like i really love like two zero and six in a lot of ways and it's because the stories in those games are very to the point you understand why all the events are happening why you're meeting different characters or why certain characters have evolved the way that they have um, like I, I adore six. Like I think six is actually such a fitting finale for Kiryu's character. Uh, I haven't put like a dragon in my ranking yet, and it's because I want to see more of what those games are going to become before I feel like I can kind of just firmly put it in somewhere. <laughs> like, and I think about it a lot because I really did. I do think as a Yakuza story, I actually think like a dragon has the best story that I've seen in a long it's, time. It's a really like strongly constructed story. More it's so a very than... strongly constructed story um, compared to, again, stuff that we've seen in this year. Again, especially compared to like three, four and five. Um and that's just on top of the fact that Ichiban sells you the whole goddamn thing from start to finish. He's so, so good. He's, he's, <laughs> God, you just want to protect that sweet swim cinnamon roll. He is just a love that glorious man. dumbass. Yes, he is. And, and I mean, those who know me really well, I love a good dumbass. A lot of my favorite <laughs> JRPG characters are sweet cinnamon roll dumbasses. Yeah. They're all about the, the himbos. I need, I need all the himbos. Yeah, Kelly, you fucking get the same words I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Himbo. I, well, that's that's a word I've learned recently, and I love it. 2020, the year of the himbo. Well, that's it. He, Ichiban is the sweetest himbo. It's also why I like, um, there's another himbo-ish character in the series. The partner in Judgment is also a himbo. And I oh, love yeah. And his name is just escaping me it's at the moment. A, uh, Kaito. 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 Another sweet, Kaito. adorable himbo. Yakuza does himbos right. <laughs> I, mean, even I understand that some... underneath it all, the most their most important aspect is being very good natured. Yeah. And, and Ryan, you're right. Like Kiryu even has himbo moments too. <laughs> oh my god. Kiryu, Kiryu gets to be like the I don't understand what's going on himbo. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a lot of hugs some days. Like, I just, I feel for Kiryu. He meets a lot of, like, fucking weirdos on his day to day. It's like, how am I supposed to respond to this? He wouldn't work nearly so well if his response to most of most of the weirdos was just like, well, I don't understand it, but you seem nice. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you always can picture it's Kiryu making his uncomfortable face. Uh, like, he's just standing there going, uh... Kiryu is your, is your confused but trying to understand dad. He's so sincere. So sincere. At some point, I will actually like definitively rank my yakuzas because I'm now like ugh, now you guys have me thinking about this and I'm like oh yeah where does seven I'm kind st- of stuff? <laughs> st- yeah, I'm not sure what my definitive ranking is either. But but there you guys go, man. Like uh, we four people really like yakuza. Uh, yakuza five. Don't start with it. And uh, good times. Yeah. 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 Well, don't with me, guys. <laughs> After this, uh, after this ringing endorsement, if you really want to start with it and get Sam's better judgment, it's twenty dollars on Steam, PSN, and Xbox Store, but for Game Pass on free, um, along with get, a bunch of the other games. <laughs> yeah, um, you can get the the physical remastered collection new for like sixty bucks, but I saw it on eBay for like thirty. And it goes on sale can, all the time. And even that uh, re- physical remastered collection, like shrink wrapped, it was gone for like two hundred bucks. But hey, if you really want that Yakuza Five PS3 case, there you go. It's really nice. <laughs> Hot stuff. And a- Xbox tempting me with the Game Pass more and more. At they least try. it's, it's a good service. Version. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, th- I think we're going to take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back and they'll talk their uh, Yakuza 5 memories if they haven't talked about them already. <laughs> Even though the game doesn't sound as memorable as some of the other ones. And then we'll put a bow on this. on this Yakuza 5 podcast with some memories, if you guys have, have any good good memories. Maybe meh memories? Okay memories? I mean, <laughs> it's just nice to boot this up and be like, they actually localized this game. It took them three years, but it happened. And I mean, memories don't necessarily have to be about the game itself. They could be about like what you were doing in your life at the time fair, you was fair, playing fair. it. Uh-huh. Um, anything like that. Nothing yeah. good was happening at the time I was playing it, so... <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into that. 
I just uh, anyone else got something? Everything else I was playing to play this because I was just so excited that it came out because it was so late in, you know, we're, we're, like I said, we're almost two years into the PS4 life cycle. I was getting kind of afraid that it would actually make it out. So I was just ecstatic that it made it west. I can agree with that. It's still my second least favorite Yakuza. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Is, is there anyone who considers this their favorite, or I don't know? I have met one person. I've, I've never met someone who considered five to be their favorite. <laughs> I, I, I know. I feel like I know someone who says it's their, their second favorite or something. I, I mean, some people maybe they just want lots of Yakuza, and if, if you just want lots and lots, <laughs> I remember and someone lots saying that like of Yakuza. This, this is this is the game for you. Well, I remember it's got lots. <laughs> What I mean, I remember them specifically saying like, "Oh, they loved the game, but they hated the story." <laughs> well, there you That's go. That's a weird circumstance. <laughs> well, you know, I think yeah. I, I think he like said like, "Oh, I just really like the the formula or whatever." There's and a it lot just, of formula there. So yeah. I mean, I've had games where I thought that the story was garbage, and I love the gameplay. See, uh, Star Ocean Four. So it's a, it just feels weird to say uh, about Yakuza, given how much I considered like the story to be an attraction. Right. <laughs> oh, Star Ocean Four, fantastic battle system, shit, everything oh, else. God, I never even played that one but i i just like fucking seen the cutscenes and like god fucking christ i still don't hate it as much as three that's one of those Uh, games i mean just going off i have a history with starson three god (laughs) going off on a minor tangent that's one of those games that i i usually play all of my games uh dubbed and switch to the Japanese voice acting because the voice acting in English was so annoying. And then in Japanese, oh, it wasn't that much better. But you could understand why it was bad less, so. <laughs> yes. Yes, but regardless, um, I don't know if we have any final, final thoughts about y- y- Yakuza 5. I, I I would say just, you know, play it if you're on Game Pass is the recommendation I'm hearing. Just, yeah. just yeah. play the games in sequence. That's how they're meant to be yeah. done. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's a fine game. Don't, yeah, but like don't I said, this there's one no reason to skip it. It's it's still a very good Yakuza game. Yeah, like I said, three point five out of five. Pretty yeah, exactly. It's again just tamper your expectations and you will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And maybe have, you know take a break after a certain character or something when you start feeling tired. <laughs> <laughs> this one actually you could get away with that because the plot is so nonsensical at times. Yeah, yeah like I'll just it's pick not up the next up. character later. Well, I mean, like, uh, I mean, I, I doubt. Yeah, I doubt fucking just playing this whole thing in a binge is gonna make the plot make more sense or whatever. Nah. Yeah, it's just gonna burn you out on the sheer amount of content. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely feel like taking like I think I I like I, I think I played up to like the Haruka Akiyama part, and then I took like a year and a half off from it before I went yeah, back. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> You can do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wouldn't usually advise that, but sometimes you got to pace yourself. This is a big meal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, David, do we want to put this one to bed? Does sound like the time. I I can leave a. I have no Yakuza five parting words. All I can leave is with the immortal advice of Goto Majima: If you want to avoid dan- dangerous cults, practice safe sex. <laughs> <laughs>